While you yet remain standing, there is a word again in the 65th number of Psalm, verse 11. We closed out last year with this verse. I did not know then that God would have me to open this year with this verse, but we're going to look at it from a different angle. Psalm 65, verse 11. Thou crownest the year with thy goodness, and thy paths drop fatness. It's the A portion I need to work with where it says, Thou crownest the year with thy goodness. I need to preach part two of the message entitled, A Year of God's Goodness. Look at your neighbor and just say, A Year of God's Goodness. A Year of God's Goodness. By the grace of God, we have made it into a new year. And now we are worshiping on the first Sunday of January. Let's not take God for granted. He did not have to bless us to enter into this new year. Also, God has not promised that we will see the conclusion of this year. Nonetheless, uh, we should praise God that we are alive today. Instead of viewing this year negatively, we should view it positively as uh, a year of God's goodness. David said in Psalm 65, verse 11, the A portion, thou crownest the year with thy goodness. According to David, uh, the writer of this text, God has crowned the year with his goodness. We can infer from Psalm 65 verse 11 that 2024 is a year of God's goodness. Note, I did not say, notice I did not say will be, but I said is. Last Sunday, we preached about a year of God's goodness, part one. Uh, we considered three reasons that this is a year of God's goodness. One, we are still alive. Two, we are still accumulating. And three, we are still anchored. Last week when I preached, I did not know that part two would be this week. This Sunday, we are preaching about a year of God's goodness, part two. Well, hear this, my beloved, 2024 is a year of God's goodness. This is the key idea for today's message. I want everybody to repeat, 2024 is a year 
of God's goodness. If that's good news to you, go ahead and praise God for that. How will we benefit from God's goodness in 2024? Well, first of all, we will prosper. Everybody say prosper. To prosper means to be successful. People commonly wish others a happy and prosperous new year. This is uh, befitting. Just imagine how good this year will be if people have a happy and prosperous new year. Is there anybody in here today that desires to have a happy and prosperous new year? If so, just raise your hand. Amen. Well, I want you to look at your neighbor right now and wish blessings on that neighbor. Look at somebody right now and just say, have a happy and prosperous new year. Why don't y'all praise God for that? As believers, uh, prosperity in 2024 is not far-fetched. Somebody said, not impossible. Uh, you are familiar with Psalm 1. I didn't say the first chapter of the book of Psalms or the first, uh, no, I said Psalm 1, the first number of Psalm, verses 1 and 3. Come, uh, very familiar to many of us, it reads, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor st- Standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his uh, law doth uh, he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree uh, planted by the rivers of waters that bringeth forth uh, his fruit in his season. Uh, his leaf shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall what? Prosper. According to David, the writer of Psalm 1, we will prosper if we live right uh, without hindering uh, unbelievers. So many of you raised your hand, if not all of you raised your hand, stating that you desire to have a happy and prosperous new year. Well, uh, David is telling us to have a happy and a prosperous new year. We got to live right and we got to do it without hindering unbelievers. To prosper entails more than finances. Look at somebody and say, more to it than money. Uh, Many perceive prosperity as a financial gain or success. Well, hear this. Financial gain or success is is just one aspect of prosperity, uh, but it is not the only aspect of prosperity. As much as we enjoy wealth, is there anybody other than myself who enjoys uh, wealth? Only half of you, so the other half may never have it. But anyway, as much as we enjoy wealth, I have discovered something more valuable than wealth. In my opinion, health is more valuable than wealth. I believe that we are wealthy when we are healthy. Concerning financial wealth, uh, what good is an abundance of money if you are too unhealthy to enjoy it? 
If we please God throughout 2024, by how we live, we will prosper. I want you to go with me to the book of Deuteronomy. Go there, uh, Deuteronomy chapter 28, uh, beginning with verse 1. I want to just touch on some of these verses uh, in Deuteronomy chapter 28. And you're going to see in the Word where what I'm talking about right now is not far-fetched, but it's biblical. Amen. We're going to see how we have the capability of prospering in Deuteronomy. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. You're right there. Start from the beginning. Deuteronomy chapter 28, beginning with verse 1. I'm going to read it from the NIV Bible this time. It breaks it down in everyday language or English. And in verse 1, it says, If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all, everybody say all. A lot, some of us, we take pride in doing some, some of us will do most, but the word says, All his commands. I give you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations on earth. Verse 2, all these blessings will come on you and accompany you if you obey the Lord our God. In verse 3, it says, you will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. In verse 4, the 8 portion says, the fruit of your womb will be blessed. Let me just parenthetically state, I thank God for my children, and I think every parent should thank God for your children. I have a son and a daughter, just two children, but I thank God, number one, they're saved, and then number two, they are successful. I get happy when uh, my son is standing here singing and directing the choir, because guess what? Uh, he is part of me. That's Kevin Jr. That is my son. Well, the word is saying to us right now, when we obey God, it says, the fruit of your womb will be blessed. Go down to verse 7. It says, the Lord will grant that the enemies, and don't fool yourself, if you're living for the Lord Jesus Christ, you got some enemies. If folk are never saying anything bad about you, that means you're not doing anything good. Are you listening to me, somebody? It says, the Lord will grant that the enemies who rise up against you will be defeated before you. So whatever enemies come your way this year, the word is saying, as long as we're walking with him, amen, they, they will be defeated. They will come at you from one direction, but flee from you in seven. Down in verse 9, it says, the Lord will establish you as his holy people. Go down to verse 11. It says, the Lord will grant you abundant prosperity in the fruit of your womb. Go down to verse 12. It says, the Lord will open the heavens, uh, the storehouse of his bounty to send rain on your land and season and, and bless all of your work of your hands. Uh, and, and you will lead to many nations. Uh, excuse me. You will lend to many nations, uh, but will borrow from none. You're going to be so blessed that you don't have to borrow from anyone. Instead, you're going to be in a position where you can lend. 
The Bible says in verse 13, the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. I want you to speak that into existence right now and say, I am the head and not the tail. It says, if you pay attention to the commands of the Lord your God that I give you this day and carefully follow them, you will always be at the top and never at the bottom. Everybody repeat these words. I was created to be at the top and not the bottom. Why don't you praise God for that? Take a moment and praise God for And then verse 14, it says, do not turn aside from any of the commands I give you today to the right or to the left, following other gods and serving them. In summary, we learn in these 14 verses that we will prosper if we obey and follow God. Look at your neighbor right now. Say, neighbor, if you obey and follow God, you will prosper throughout this year. Go ahead and give God some blessings for that. Give him some praise. Secondly, we will provide. Everybody say provide. When God provides for us, he wants us to provide for others. This does not mean in most cases that we have to give away all that God gives to us. I said in most cases because we read about exceptional cases when people were divinely inspired or instructed to give away all that God gave them. For instance, Jesus told the rich young ruler to sell all that he had and, and give the proceeds to the poor, but the rich young ruler sorrowfully declined. You can read that, for example, in Luke 18, 22 and 23. Uh, Luke chapter 18, verses 22 and 23. Moreover, the early church, somebody say the early church, uh, sold all their goods and possessions to give to the needy. You can read that in Acts chapter 2, verse 45. Now listen good, everybody. God does not require all believers to give away all that he provides. Uh, nevertheless, somebody say nevertheless. So nevertheless, God does require believers to provide a portion of what he provides for us. Say it, Pastor. God determines the amount of that portion, and it varies per believer. In other words, uh, the Holy Spirit will lead each of us individually on what and how much to provide for others. To provide for others is a blessing. Look at somebody and say, it's a blessing. Oh, yeah, Jesus said in Acts chapter 20, verse 21, it is more blessed to give than to receive. You know, brothers and sisters, I have received, I mean, I've heard these words uh, many times, but, but I did not always understand them. Oh, yes, uh, because of my lack of understanding, I could not wrap my brain around giving being better than receiving. Now, I am confessing that uh, because of my lack of understanding, I just couldn't see how uh, any time you're giving, uh, that could uh, uh, be greater than receiving. Now, of course, hear this, hear this to me, receiving meant that I was gaining, but giving meant that I was losing. 
I mean, receiving, yes, that meant I'm going to end up with more. If I'm giving it, that means I'm going to end up with less. Well, of course, this is not true because here it is. We gain by giving. When, when we provide for others, mainly those in need, God provides more for us. I now understand that we are blessed to be able to give and we'll be blessed with more by giving. Uh, to provide for others is the result of God providing for us. In 2024, God will provide for us. And I'll tell you what, brothers and sisters, hear this. I'm saying in 2024, God will provide for us. If that's good news to you, knowing that you don't know what tomorrow may bring, but one thing you do know, each day that God bless you a lot to be alive, he's going to provide for you. If that's good news, go ahead and praise God for that. Well, let me add to that statement. Not only will God provide for us, he will provide enough for us to enjoy and share with others. Uh, alternatively speaking, God will provide for us, which will enable us to provide for others. So I want you to look at the cycle. Let's observe this cycle here. God will provide for us. Then we will provide for others. And then God will provide even more for us. So let's speak it into existence, everybody, and I'm, we're going to make it personal. Everybody just repeat these words. Uh, God will provide for me. Then I will provide for others. And then God will provide even more for me. Go ahead and praise God for that. So the more we provide for others, the more God will provide for us. In 2024, let's provide for others as God provides for us. And watch God. Watch God provide even more for us. Thirdly and lastly, we will prevail. All over the church, everybody say, prevail. prevail. Now, prevail means to be victorious. I want you to speak this into existence. Everybody say, victory is mine. A few scriptures that resonate in my mind are as follows. Uh, Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, the B portion, uh, yes, which is when Jesus said, uh, Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not what? prevail against it. Another scripture that just comes to my mind is Romans chapter 8 verse 37, uh, uh, which is when Paul said, nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Uh, one more scripture, First uh, Corinthians chapter 15 verse uh, 57, which is when Paul said, but thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. So again, uh, prevail means uh, to be victorious. Uh, 2024 is a year of God's goodness, but hear this. This does not mean without adversities. Anybody alert enough to say amen? 
I'll say it again. 2024 is a year of God's goodness, but it does not mean without adversities. I'm not, I'm, I'm not happy to say this, but I got to say the truth. Can, can, will somebody encourage me and just shout out and say, tell the truth. We will have adversities because we have an adversary. So if you think you're going to go throughout this whole year without any adversities, you're really just fooling yourself. Yes, it is a year of God's uh, goodness, but also we will have uh, some adversities. And I'm, I, I'm not just saying one, uh, but we will have adversities. But here's the reason, because we have an adversary. Uh, look at your neighbor and just say to your neighbor, you got an adversary. Oh, yes, our, our adversary in this context is not a human being. Paul said in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, uh, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness uh, in high places. Ultimately, another person is not your adversary. Amen. Understand that. Any, anybody got some haters in your life? Well, I, I, I need to help you so you can have a proper view of uh, these individuals. Uh, uh, these individuals, I, I don't want you to uh, focus on them because if you focus on them, you'll find yourself fighting with them. Uh, these individuals, they're really not your adversaries. Uh, here it is. The devil is our adversary. And, and I want you to understand something about the devil. The devil works through people who allow him to use them to bother us. Come on and put some hands together for the truth. I mean, Peter did say in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, I hear this, he's walking about seeking whom he may devour. As long as we are walking with God, we will prevail in all of our adversities. So I need to hear, I need somebody to hear me very well. I'm stating that you're going to have your share of adversities, but, but as long as we are walking with God, we shall, we will prevail. I need to speak, I need to speak, and I need to say it with authority. The devil is a liar. Anybody know what I'm talking about up in here? I think I better say it even louder. The devil is a liar. He wants us to live in fear of him. But I say to you, my beloved, rebuke the devil in the name of Jesus with the words such as in Isaiah chapter 54, verse 17, which says, No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Rebuke that devil in the name of Jesus with, with, a, with a word such as 2 Timothy 1 and 7, which says, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Can I say it one more time? The devil is a liar. 
Satan. Satan wants you to think negatively. Think Satan wants you to walk in despair. Satan wants you to live in defeat. And you need to tell that devil right now, no, this is not so. You need to tell that devil right now, you've been created for something better than this. Why don't somebody denounce the devil right now and just say, the devil is a liar. He cannot and will not prevail as long as we're walking with God. I mean, Paul did say in Romans 8 and 31, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? I need to say one more time, as long as we're walking with God, we will prevail. We will prevail because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We will prevail because we can do all things through Christ uh, who strengthens us. Uh, we will prevail because the Lord is our light uh, and our salvation. Uh, whom shall we fear? The Lord is the strength of our life. Uh, of whom shall we be afraid? When the wicked, uh, even our enemies uh, and our foes uh, came upon us uh, to eat of our flesh, they stumbled and they fell. In 2024, we will prevail. Won't you give God some praise for that? I need to conclude, but I can't conclude unless you got it. If you've understood what I've said thus far, I want you to praise God for your understanding. And hear this, as I have often said, I, I believe in praising God specifically. I don't take anything for granted because there are a lot of people who are currently not in their right mind. But the fact that you're in your right mind and you were able to hear and understand, I think, it's, I think God is worthy of some praise for that. <laughs> Conclusion. Today's message is entitled, A Year of God's Goodness. All over the sanctuary, everybody say, A Year, a year. of God's Goodness. Look at somebody say, Part 2. <laughs> Our psalmic text is recorded in Psalm 65, 11, the 8 portion. says, Our crown is the year with thy goodness. The key idea says 2024 is a year of God's goodness. Uh, if you want to experience God's goodness in a great way, why don't you go ahead and speak these words in existence. Everybody repeat, 2024, 2024. is a year of God's goodness. Go ahead and praise him for that. Praise him for that. Praise him for that. We discussed three ways we will benefit from God's goodness in 2024, and I need y'all to throw them back at me, okay? First of all, we will what? I can't hear the folk in the balcony. Come on, everybody talk to me. First of all, we will what? Secondly, we will what? And then thirdly, we will what? Go ahead and praise God. Y'all, y'all good. Y'all good. You're good. Jesus Christ is quiet. They were singing about Jesus and oh, how excited we were. And we should get excited just to hear that name. So all over the sanctuary, everybody just say, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus Christ made it possible for this to be a year of God's goodness. We should always uh, be grateful for what Jesus did for us on that cross of Calvary. 
He died as a sacrifice for our sins. After being buried in Joseph's never-occupied brand-new tomb for three days and three nights, Jesus was resurrected early Sunday morning with all power in heaven and in earth. All over the sanctuary, let's praise God for the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I think you all know by now I do not wait till Easter morning to celebrate his resurrection. Every time I stand here and share the word of God, I have to say something about the cross. I have to say something about the burial. I have to say something about his resurrection because hear this, if it had not been for the resurrection, we would have no hope. So one more time, up in here in this place, let's take a moment and just praise God for the the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I'm saying it over and over. 2024 is a year of God's goodness. Somebody say God's goodness. God is so good. Oh, I just want to part. Just, just pause right there with that. I said God is so good. Oh, I don't get any help down here. I said God is so so good. I, 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 I wonder if I can just get some help. If, if somebody would just testify right now and just look at your neighbor and just say, uh, he's so, so good. Uh, look at somebody else and just say, God is just so, so good. I mean, say, and that, that, listen, if, if, if he ain't good to you, don't look at anybody. But, but if you know that he's good to you, uh, look at somebody and just tell them he is just so, so good. Well, let me complete what I wanted to say. God is so good that he does more for us than what we can ever do for ourselves. And I, I realize some of us take pride in being self-sufficient. But let me say this, even if you are self-sufficient, I need you to understand that God is so good that he does more for us than what we could ever do for ourselves. I am reminded of a certain short story. A young boy and his mother went to a local store. The owner of the store, who was a very kind man, he went and got his jar, which consisted of a whole lot of suckers. When, when, when we were kids, we used to call them lollipops. Come on. And he invited the boy to just take a handful for himself. The boy surprisingly did not participate. The man was letting the boy know. He informed him, you don't have to pay for this. I just want you to have as many as you want. You don't, uh, you don't even have to just take one. As many as you can put in your hand. Just take them. Your mommy doesn't have to pay for them. I just want you to have them. The boy still would not move. The man was not going to argue with him, but he's a kind man. The man took his hand, put it in the jar, grabbed a handful of suckers, and gave them to the boy. The boy, it was so much, the boy had to open his, both his hands up. When he left the store, his mother then questioned him. And she asked him, why is it when that kind man 
offered you, all of those suckers, you would not put your hand in there to get those suckers. The boy looked at his mother and he said to his mother, I didn't put my hand in there, but I let him put his hand in there because his hand is much bigger than my hand. I think somebody see where I'm going with this. In 2024, God can do more for us than what we can do for ourselves. Catch the reason, catch the reason. Because his hand is much bigger than our hand. Because his hand is much bigger than ours. Let's live each day in 2024 holding to God's unchanging hand. In conclusion, I love the hymn which this time is filled with swift transition. Not of earth unmoved can stand <laughs> build your hopes on things eternal St. John hold to God's unchanging hand so I'm saying to everybody hold to his hand God's unchanging hand I'm saying hold to his hand, God's unchanging hand, and I say build your hopes on things eternal, everybody, a year of God's goodness, God bless everybody, everybody, hold, the door of the church is open, you are the as God added to the church at the North Campus this morning, he desires to add to the church at the South Campus. If you're not saved but want to be saved, if you are saved but like to make St. John your church home, won't you raise your hand wherever you're sitting? You're here right now, not saved but want to be saved. Or you are saved, and you want to make St. John your church home. Why don't you just raise your hand? The door of the church is open. Young man, young woman, I see you coming. The door of the church is open with every somebody else. You better hold. The door of the church is open with there be another. The door of the church is open. The door of the church is open. This is a time when you can come. Come as you are. Come while the blood is running warm in your name. Everybody ought to say, hold. Oh, yes, you better.
if you're gonna make it through this year and I say build one more time come on everybody let's celebrate the Lord has blessed us to make it into the new year put your hands together you better hold hold on oh why don't you hold and I say feel oh, 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 oh. musicians if y'all could just play it softly just play it softly as I work through this invitation you have two ways you can respond the people that's watching by way of streaming, so often you respond and we respond promptly. So the ones who's viewing by way of streaming, if you would click that link that's before you, fill it out, and then you can submit it electronically or physically and we'll respond. To those of you that's sitting in the sanctuary, you, you can come now, as others do, or you can fill out that form. There's a form that's behind that pew in front of you. You can fill it out. Once you fill it out, you can, you can give it to an usher, you can give it to someone at the front desk, or you can put it in an offering basket, and we'll respond promptly. To everybody that's here in person as well as to those viewing by way of streaming by the grace of God we have made it into this new year what better time to get your life right with God than now if you want to have a very blessed prosperous and happy new year you don't need to wait till the end of the year. You don't need to entertain thoughts of the devil who's giving you reasons why you should do it another Sunday. I stand right now to say now is the time. This is a time to acknowledge God's goodness in your life. It was nobody but the Lord that has kept you alive. Nobody but the Lord brought you out of last year and enabled you to make it into this new year. So I say to you, my friend, I say to you, my brother, I say to you, my sister, if you don't know the Lord, you ought to go ahead and give him a chance. I, I assure you, if you give him a chance, it will be the best decision you'll ever make. You can leave here today not with the same situation you came here with. You can leave here today having a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. So I say again to everybody that's in here, on this day, you can always look back and say it was the first Sunday of January 2024. When my life took a turn for the better because I surrendered to the Lord.
With that, is there anybody else in here that's not saved but want to be saved? Just raise your hand. Is there somebody in here that is saved? And you want to make St. John your church home? Just raise your hand. And everybody said, oh, oh yeah, why don't you, oh, you ought to be, Amen, amen. Put your hands together and let's give God a hand of praise. Amen. We praise God for this young man that has come forward. Amen. His mother, amen. All right, relative, all right. Yes, we praise God for this young man. Amen. Anytime anybody comes forward, it's a blessing. But here this, this is a young man that the devil thought he had. But he doesn't have him now. Anointed disciples, Deacon Brown, take care of them. Amen. Come on, let's give God another hand of praise. Wonderful. This is wonderful. All right. Amen.